Given that March is Women's History Month, I thought I would share the story of a Muskegon woman who, although she may be unfamiliar to today's residents, was an important person and leader in the Muskegon community throughout the late 1800s and early 1900s. This woman, who will go on to be known as Mother Ward throughout the United States, was born Adelphia G. Westbrook in Surrey side of London, England, in 1844. After attending boarding school in London while her father served in India, the family moved to Quebec, Canada, where she attended a French convent school. As a young girl, she left Canada for Chicago, where she worked as an assistant to the famous evangelist Dwight L. Moody. At just the age of 15, she was teaching in his school and helping to obtain clothing for the children there. She later attended night school for bookkeeping, and during the Civil War, being just in her late teens, she was one of the first women clerks at Marshall Field & Company. It was also around this time that she married George Ward. The couple had two children, Henry in 1863, and a daughter also named Adelphia in 1866. In 1867, the family moved to Muskegon, where George worked as a carpenter in the newly booming lumber town. Nearly 20 years after arriving in Muskegon, Adelphia undertook something that was considered as radical and was nearly as opposed as suffrage was in later years, creating a fraternal organization for women that was rooted in the business of protective insurance. Similar to many organizations that existed for men, the aim was to not only provide a sense of belonging for women, but to also provide an insurance payout to the families of their members in the event of their death. In fact, if you haven't already listened to it, check out our March 2nd podcast on the Knights of the Maccabees to learn more about the men's society that Adelphia was trying to branch off from for women. The idea of an insurance society for women was so radical because many men believed that women had no business sense and the endeavor would be a failure. However, Adelphia and eight other women pushed ahead and formed their own organization in her parlor in March of 1886. It was on that date that the Ladies of the Maccabees was formed here in Muskegon, but it took two long years before they could reach their goal of becoming a fraternal insurance organization in the state of Michigan. The group attempted three times in those two years to send delegates to the head of the Knights of the Maccabees, the National Organization for Men, at their gathering known as the Great Tent. Once they had gained 500 members and had convinced the men in leadership they could run their own organization, they were given the go-ahead to finalize their endowed insurance society. It took another four years before it was a national organization being recognized in 1892. Adelphia, known as Mother Ward, in addition to working tirelessly on the business end of the organization, also drafted the first ritual and oaths. She served as the first commander of the Muskegon Hive No. 1, and once the organization had grown large enough, she was the first great commander of the Great Hive. Her work with the organization continued up until her death, and during that time, the membership grew to 51,000 women across 22 states. Over the 25 years from when they were formally recognized in 1888 and Adelphia's death in 1913, the organization gave out over $22 million in death benefits to families who had lost a wife and mother. A year after her death, a large granite monument was placed on her family plot in Evergreen Cemetery with the name Mother Ward on one side and in memoriam by Ladies of the Modern Maccabees on the other. 
At the time of its unveiling, members from throughout the state were in attendance, and they recited a poem written by Adelphia, which I will share now. Our work today is ended, and duty calls away. With love and friendship blended, we'll work and watch and pray. Dear sisters, through life's journey, through sorrows overflow, remember, friends will aid you and soothe in pain and woe. When weak and weary-hearted, good sisters will be found to aid you in your trouble and heal each aching wound. Though sorrows may assail you and troubles sore oppress, kind friends will then protect you, soothe, comfort, and caress. The group continued on until merging back with the Men's Maccabees group in 1926. Interestingly enough, around the time the group was formally recognized nationally in 1892, a splinter group in Port Huron, Michigan, led by a teacher named Bina West, was also formed, calling themselves Ladies of the Modern Maccabees. That group became the Women's Benefit Association in 1915, and by the late 1920s had over 250,000 members. It became the North American Benefit Association in 1966, and in 1996, it was renamed Women's Life Insurance Society, which is still in existence today. At a time when many men thought women were only capable of caring for children and running a home, Adelphia and her sister members of the Ladies of the Maccabees proved them wrong with their multi-million dollar insurance society. And I think we can all, no matter our gender, learn a lot from the perseverance of Adelphia Ward, who didn't give up when others said she couldn't accomplish her dream. 